0: Welcome back to another episode of Tales from Corporate hosted by Maria and Elise. Each week, we bring you our tales and perspectives on trending topics around work in corporate America because life can often truly be stranger than fiction. Be sure to share Tales from Corporate, listen, download, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This week's tale, well, we were so excited. We were. We did two prior episodes on this, or two prior tales on this. Return to the office! But are we ever going to get back there? (laughs) I had to laugh because (laughs) we're so pumped. But we were more so excited about just the process that the whole entire country was undergoing or is undergoing to get back to some type of hybrid format or scheduling in the office. And and now we have the Delta variant and it is full on in charge. Corporations in mass are having to roll back their schedules that they were beating the drum about. So it's kind of hard when you have to reverse course or communicate that out. And I wanna know what your thoughts are Maria on return to the work and what Delta variant or Lambda Beta Gamma all mean.
0: Beta Gamma, where you were going with that is interesting because last year I had said to people, you realize we're talking about a COVID-19, but there's plenty of COVID-20s that happened. This was a coronavirus named after the year. We've had COVID-20 and now COVID-21. And I don't know what COVID-21 is, but the Delta is from last year. And I don't know about the pivot. So this is happening and it feels like deja vu. I don't know about you, Elise, but again, it seems as though we have many individuals, many organizations that are not recognizing the rise in infections and again, ICU units. And to everybody who works as an essential worker, and particularly the ones who work in in medical care, my heart truly goes out to you, you're doing God's work, because there are people who are not trying to wear masks, much less consider the vaccine. And then there are people who are not taking the vaccine at all, and they are ending up right there in these hospitals, taxing medical workers even further than they, they have been. But that's and aside, because even though I personally decided to get vaccinated, Delta variant, you can get infected. So return to office. It took us this long to figure out when we could even begin to return to the office. And now we have deja vu, rising variant. I'm gonna tell you, I haven't heard a lot of change in the plan of return to office. I I don't know about you, Elise. It seems a little bit back to the future, Deja vu. Last year, we were in this position where infections were rising, people were dying, and firms were insistent on we're going to move forward until they couldn't possibly do it anymore. Too many people were getting sick. How do you feel? Do you actually think that firms will pivot?
1: Well, they have to, Maria, right? They have to, because what is America good for? Lawsuits, we are a very litigious society. And unlike other countries where, oh, you lost your uh, three fingers at the job, too bad for you. We sue. We sue is the American way. And through law already established and new law or lawsuits that set precedence, that's kind of how we have an iterative process here in America of how change comes about. And law also ties in with insurance. I've worked for an insurer before. The amount of data, big data that they collect on people, it's scary. The the insurers, reinsurance companies, and the credit bureaus, they are massive data set holders. You think that they don't know that you went to the doctor and you got diagnosed with something new. Wrong, they do know. And when you go for that underwriting for that insurance policy, that will be uncovered. I'm amazed at what they collect on the average person. And what I'm getting at is if you cannot support your business model, your product verticals, whatever they be, by supporting them, by backing them up with insurance, then you're out of business in America. And if people are going to also pivot, right? Employees and say, you put me in an unsafe work environment by knowing that you scheduled me to work at the same time I'm scheduled to work with individuals who you know, I mean, and the U is HR, legal, right? (laughs) That these people have declared that they are unvaccinated and i then got sick or infected now you're talking workers compensation claims you're talking binding arbitration claims or other lawsuits from employees it it spirals so if you want to stay in business and you want to control costs these are the measures that companies are they're trying to balance that right they want to be productive. They want morale to stay high. They want their employees back co-located. At the same time, they don't want to end up on the balance sheet taking huge losses with claims. And in a state like California, where you and I live in, unlike back east, where you can be an employee at will, here you can work, Maria, and still sue your job. You are like back in New York, the northeast corridor you will most likely be let go if you're suing your employer. Not in California. You can still be working and have a full-fledged lawsuit or go into full-fledged arbitration and still have job protection rights. So it's a state like no other, but it is all about reinsurance, insurance, and lawsuits. That's how I kind of see this right now. It should be about healthcare and keeping people safe. <laughs> And it's also, I'm sure, there are big companies now making lots of money. Hopefully, they are. I, I really do. I hope like all the maintenance companies that many or some of them were, may have been minority owned are making good money from probably the HEPA cleaning that they're hopefully charging these large corporations. Because every time there's an infection on site at the office, cleaning remediation needs to happen of a certain high level, like hospital level, to remediate that. It's kind of like when in sports, MRSA infections were breaking out. They'd have to like, the what they do to get the locker rooms together to remediate the MRSA is unbelievable. So I'm just thinking about that, Maria. It comes down to that for me, about why corporations are having to roll back or step back and walk back their plans. For me personally, where I'm working right now, my current engagement, I can share this, They've taken a pretty strong stance on where they stand on this, and they're not walking back the program because part of their product vertical is having people co-located. That is how their business model works. It can be supported remotely, but it is not the preference in order to charge the fees that they charge. People need to be in the same place. So they're resorting to some very interesting tactics, and they're forcing people to get vaccinated if they want to enjoy the services that the company offers. So a lot of people have very strong feelings about that, but they also now are also using technology to track where infections may break out so they can also do contact tracing and mitigate. That's what this is about, mitigating risk and how responsible are you as an employer to just do everything to keep people safe? What do you think, Maria?
0: Yeah, I I love that point that um, you brought up, and and I'm glad you talked a little bit about insurance companies. I was watching, people who know me know I love the classic law and order, and one episode... (laughs) Detective Briscoe was saying insurance companies, they know everything. And you know how old the show is, this is from the nineties, way before we had all this fancy um, machine learning and um, analytics to analyze our data. Before that, they've always known a lot about you. (laughs) He goes, oh, insurance companies, they know everything. My ex-wife, I knew more about her new boyfriend than she did because I was working on an insurance firm case. So that point really resonates me and the thought that came to mind, speaking of tales, is don't we have a friend who's worked at a firm and there was a lady who retired and it was a big, splashy retirement party and she was being celebrated by the same firm she'd worked at for a really long time. And she sued, said firm three times while she was there. God bless California. But I thought that was pretty wild. Three lawsuits against your employer and you still work there. Good times. But you said something that uh, triggered me. And and, and it was the part where organizations are going to do whatever they can to keep people safe. At the end of the day, while that's true, it's... I think people get confused and think that it's organizations keeping people safe because it's in your best interest. I want to stress the point that you're making is in their best interest. So at the end of the day, as individuals, we still need to be very thoughtful about what we're going to do for our health. And we're going to talk about this on a different episode. No organization is incentivized, truly incentivized to make you healthy and happy. Okay. Not in this nation, not your employer. So I remember for time immemorial, Elise, and I don't know if you were given this trope as well from your immigrant family, but I was given the trope of you go to work, whether you're sick or not. And over time, I've had to adjust that because there are certain levels of sickness you should not go to work because then you're going to lower the productivity of your team because you work physically close proximity with them and while you may be thinking that you're a good trooper you're actually damaging the the overall results coming out of you and your teammates if you didn't take the time to just you know rest now certain jobs you can't do that and i understand you're paid when you're there and It's unpaid leave when you're not. So I'm not talking about those roles. But for roles where you're salaried, there's a lot of times where people come in hacking coughing before COVID. And if you're that person and you're hacking coughing and you're at work, let me tell you what the people around you working are thinking about you it's go home because we don't want to get sick. Now, in a post COVID world, we we for sure are gonna look at you very sideways if you're coughing for whatever reason, because people don't have to be doctors to have a medical opinion about you or themselves. That's a whole another discussion, but this is a, a topic that we definitely have more that we can say on. I just I think I'm gonna just emphasize that point about look at we are still in a global pandemic. Be very mindful that organizations don't want to be sued, so they will go through great lengths. You mentioned things like contact tracing and keeping people at lower numbers in, in certain offices than they would have in, in previous times and all of this. But at the end of the day, be thoughtful about your own health. Please, people, take the time. Talk to your doctors. Talk to your specialists. If you're into alternative medicine, talk to your Reiki person, your acupuncture person, your nutritionist, they might be able to help you with things you've been going through for years. And they may have a methodology that works for you because although many of these sciences are based on medical science, only you know your individual body. And sometimes it takes many conversations and a second opinion and different modalities to understand how to actually keep you healthy. And the organization ultimately wants you to be really healthy so that they could get the most work out of you. <laughs>
1: it's kind of an all around win. What has flipped a little bit is I was reading about this week that people who are unvaccinated because they've had to declare their status and many companies have asked them to wear masks in the office, they feel like they're wearing a scarlet letter or that they're marked and they don't want to be associated with crazy, unvaccinated, anti-vax conspiracy theories, if you will. They don't want that that label placed on them in the workplace. I thought that was an interesting um, perspective because I know I do have people I know and love who are unvaxed. And they feel very strongly that it's their prerogative, but they do understand the conundrum that has been presented as well. Remember to always advocate for yourself because if you don't, no one else will. And to the listeners that have been overlooked, have overstayed, are complacent, or just plain unhappy, free yourself. Good luck and Godspeed till the next episode. Remember to download, follow, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please feel free to leave us a review.